Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Good morning. Friday, baby. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. All right, here we go. Let's do this. It's Friday. We, um, we're going to chat with Spenny from Kenny versus Spenny. Yep. Get to that at some point this morning. They're doing like a tour. They're doing yeah, a Christmas thing. a little cross-Canada tour. They'll be in Edmonton, so we'll get you information about that. Um, also, uh, coming up on the program. We're continuing. We got our final day of the... Um, the stuff a cruiser? Yes. So I want to make sure that we get the information out about that. What else have we got going on? Uh, oh, I got a surprise for you yeah, and Jimmy. Yeah, you, you've been building up a surprise. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to wait till Jimmy gets here. He usually doesn't get here until just before the news at 6 now. Because yeah. he's getting himself in from the West End. Um, and um, I think you guys are going to be highly entertained by this. Mm-hmm. It's a way to promote the holiday candles. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. But it'll be... St- it- Story time. Yeah, I'm excited. Get your PJs on. (laughs) Um, It was this day, 1976, November 25th. The band made their final performance. The band, I know you know the band. Mm -hmm. Um, They called it The Last Waltz. And this is from that performance. It's story time on The Locker Room. Get cozy. Grab your nightcaps and (laughs) nestle in, boys. I'm nestled. Twas just before showtime, not yet on the air. The boys quietly prepping the day's content with care. Grant checking traffic and Locke writing sports. James barges in, in pants made from shorts. <laughs> Huffing and puffing and grunting for breath. When suddenly wafts a stench worse than death. He mutters a grievance of a slow-moving bus while the older takes hold an existential musk. (laughs) There's no time to query. The mics are now hot. The lads power through, like it or not. Now in commercial, not sure what to do. Grant smells his own armpits and checks the soles of his shoes. A futile effort, Locke already knows. He's driven with Jimmy. He knows how this goes. That smell, omnipresent, can drive one to madness. Derived from the depths of the wretched den of sadness. Twas the night before cruise. And that's how the locker room holiday candles came to light. <laughs> you guys need a life. Do you have a handle on this Ticketmaster story? 
Yeah, somewhat. So it has to do with Taylor Swift specifically, though, right? The, yeah, the she's, anger. She's the one that has kind of brought this all. So Taylor Swift comes out with a new album, announces her first tour in five years. Um, fans go to buy tickets. They said they gave out pre-sale codes to 1.5 million people. So 1.5 million Taylor Swift fans get a pre-sale code. So that's that's a um, that's a group like a fan club. It's or a something. fan club. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they all get. These, she only has 1.5 million. It, it's limited, I think. Um, okay. All right. So 1.5 million people get pre-sale codes, but 14 million people try to buy tickets that day. So they're like, it's all bots. So 1.5 million should be buying tickets. 14 million end up trying to buy tickets on pre-sale day. Crashes the systems. No fans get tickets. As Even as people are in there clicking on a ticket, it's disappearing as they're trying to click on tickets. They're all disappearing. You know, when you're choosing your seats and stuff. Okay. All right. Um, so they ended up, the company says they ended up with three and a half billion requests for tickets. Um, overall, they had to cancel the general sale of tickets because their systems were so overwhelmed. And um, basically, over that, now they are doing a uh, an investigation into Ticketmaster and the monopoly that they have over the music industry with Live Nation. Yeah, I mean they they own a bunch of venues. They yeah. manage a bunch of the artists. They own Ticketmaster. They own StubHub. They own all the um, scalping companies too. Yeah, they they own. So literally, people are accusing them of having bots buying tickets from Ticketmaster and then putting them up on StubHub and reselling them again. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of politicians in the States calling for Live Nation to be broken up, saying they have a monopoly on this. It's not fair. It's not right. People can't get tickets anymore. they got to buy from, you know, secondhand. Um, yeah. Well... When they, when they merged Ticketmaster and Live Nation together in 2010, they promised that wouldn't happen. And it has happened, and they also um, admitted that we the, all knew this was happening, though. Rick. Like, yeah, we just hadn't seen it on such a large scale, I guess. Yeah. Then, um, then the Department of Justice confirmed that they've actually been investigating it for a while. So, okay, yeah. All right. I don't know if that's gonna help. <laughs> yeah, because they've created an environment, right? Yeah. It's all the so yeah. It's the competition bureaus investigating it, saying. All right. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. I wonder if we could change something. Well, it's it'll be interesting that if if Taylor Swift has an impact on it. Well, yeah. Because I, yeah. I mean, because the boys from Pearl Jam are sitting there rolling in their graves right now. It's just been happening to them. For- <laughs> well, it, because they highlighted yeah this years ago. Yeah. And the reason why they sh- they stopped making a big deal out of it is because it became so difficult to actually tour. So they're kind of like the uh, these people impact they the impact Metallica your bu- to Napster. Yeah, they they impact your business. You either work with them or you don't tour and make money. Right? Remember when like, Lars was saying Lars was saying, "Hey, Napster's going to ruin our our business, yeah. streaming and downloading," and and it and it did. <laughs> It completely yeah. changed the music industry, yes. And now, another world-famous locker room Twitter poll! So, you actually had it in the news, um, of the Emergencies Act inquiry. So this was triggered as soon as the Emergency Act was implemented by Justin Trudeau. Yeah, as soon as he gave the order, then they go, okay, we have to have a 
a hearing afterwards to see if it's justified. It's in the Constitution. So if you pull the trigger, you have to do what they're doing right now. This wasn't because there was a question if it was right. It actually is It's part of the process. If he does it again next week, in a year from now, we're doing the whole thing all over again. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been a whole bunch of um, interviews and, and testimony over the last... Is it two, three weeks now? Uh, yeah, I think even longer. At least three weeks, I think. Yeah. And I, I occasionally I'll see it on, but I'll be brutally honest with you. I'm not really paying that much attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do this podcast in the afternoons, and I do it with some people that are back east. And I think maybe back east it's a little bit more of a thing. Yeah, maybe. But the, they they talk about it a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Do you I just don't think anybody here cares about it, right? Like, I can don't care. Like it's <laughs> that's not surprising. I think today maybe more people will tune in because well, Trudeau's testifying or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So maybe so, today will be a popular day. We did a Twitter poll, and I gotta be brutally honest with you. I was surprised by the results. So Grant, so, so you put out there: Are you watching the Emergencies Act inquiry? Uh, coverage on TV, and 13% of people said, no, I'm rewatching Corner Gas. Uh, 29% said, yes, I am watching. And 57% said, nope, not watching. And that was 450 votes. It just ended. 452 votes. 30% are watching it. 30% of those 452 said, yeah, I'm, I'm watching it every day. And that's 30% higher than I thought it would be, to be honest yeah. with you. Uh, the only bits I've seen of it are like clips what, when I'm scrolling on TikTok and there's a clip of somebody doing something funny or crying or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Getting kicked out. Like, getting kicked out. or So I see like a minute long clip and I'm like, eh, what well, I meant was, are you actually sitting legitimately down. paying attention to this? It doesn't have to be 13 hours a day, but are you turning on the TV and watching an hour, 35 minutes, 45 minutes of this kind of coverage? I think that'd be about the same amount uh, of people that watched the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial was probably about 30%. I bet you that was higher. Or even higher, yeah. I couldn't believe how many people I knew that were actually tuned into that Johnny Depp thing. I'll be honest, I don't even know where to watch the emergencies um, thing. It's, it's all over the news Is channels. Is it on the news channels? Probably yeah. like BBC would probably no. have. No? No, no. It's no. CBC. Canadian. Yeah, CBC, See, CB, oh, yeah. Global. Sorry, my I bad. don't scroll through cable. The only time I turn on like the cable portion of my TV is to watch sports, so... I don't haven't even really seen it on as an option to watch. People are going out of their way to watch this though. Yeah, it's in the daytime too, so it's a bit. It, it's catching a different kind of a crowd, but yeah. that twenty nine percent is is pretty high. I don't know, like I can't watch. Just he makes me so angry. Mm-hmm. I don't. A lot of people are saying, like I got a bunch of people commenting on the Twitter poll itself, saying I'll probably tune. Haven't been, but I'll tune in today because Justin's on. I don't need that in my life. Like, you know, if it's you, Friday. If you watch it, you get angry. Like, it's just, I, I can't see anything with him speaking. Being, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything positive coming out of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Our finance minister had some good news for Alberta yesterday. Uh, There's going to be a surplus of money 
more money than they know what to do with. So much money. They got $12 billion extra dollars just laying around. You know how it is, right? You do the budget and, you, whoa, we got an extra $12 billion, honey. This is awesome. Happens to us all, all the time. It's so annoying, actually. With that $12 billion, with a B, the province said they plan to spoil us. Thank you, Danielle Freedom Smith. Uh, Taves, the finance minister, announced that every Albertan will receive a free pass to the World Water Park in West Edmonton Mall and a voucher for a free Cinnabon. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> and then we're all getting Nintendos for Christmas. Oh, wait. None of that is happening? Oh, instead, they're going to uh, go the boring route and the responsible route, and they're going to pay off the credit cards. Come on, Smith. What did the great trooper once say? We're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> Enjoy your time in the Sky Palace. Make it a really good Christmas for Alberta. You know, the debt is always going to be there. You can pay it down now, and then in a couple years, we'll need a new gondola, or the furnace will quit at the ledge, and the debt will just be there again. So live a little. All I want for Christmas is Danielle Smith showing up at my doorstep on Christmas Eve to gift me a bottle of Alberta Premium. <laughs> Come on, you can do it, Smith. The Grant Report is brought to you by Edmonton Glory Hole Tours, now booking Christmas parties. Get to know your co-workers like never before. Book today at Edmonton or Tabor, gloryholetours.com. I'm doing something I don't normally do this weekend. Okay. Actually, if I have time today, I might actually pop out. I, I, I'm that guy. That I don't do the sales. Like I don't run out. I don't stand in line. Um, I... Um, I don't pay attention to, like, if Black Friday's coming, I, I'm not like, okay, I gotta, gotta I gotta go buy, buy this, this, yeah. this. But around Christmas time, I've learned over the years that if I need something, I I tell my wife because mm-hmm. she gets mad because when I need something, generally, I just go buy it. Right? Yeah. You're a dad. That's what dads do. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, "That was on your Christmas list." <laughs> I knew you needed new jeans. Someone's going to buy you jeans. What are you buying jeans for? <laughs> so I've learned over the years that I'm not supposed to do that. So I mentioned the other day, I said, I'm I'm blowing out the runners. Okay. The, it's time for your new runners. New hikers. Yeah. And I always buy the same it's ones. But once a year, you go and buy the same ones. Yeah. So the only problem I have, though, is my wife is trying to steer me towards, because there was some like flyers on the, on the, uh, on the counter in the kitchen. She was going through them, and she was trying to steer me towards something that I'm not used to. So I have some anxiety about <laughs> this. This could be a big transition for you, yes. hey? <laughs> yes. I like the shoes that I buy. I go to the same store. I buy the same pair. If they don't have them there, I go find another store, and I buy would, those shoes. Yeah. So anyway. You know like, what you like. You should go to Mark's and try these on. They're, See what you think. They're like 70% off. <laughs> I'm uh, not a big crowd when I'm shopping guy. Like, I like to go in. Yeah. You know, if I'm doing shopping, one of the benefits of our jobs is that we have afternoons to do things. So that's what I love is, like, I can go do something on a Tuesday afternoon when nobody else is there, right? That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. either that or else you're just surrounded by people standing in lines, people bumping into you, running into your face with a shopping cart. It's worth it for the deals, though. So Sometimes. We might end up going out tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You might need to. 
get it, like Black Fridays is a good place like for Christmas presents and stuff for the kids. Mm-hmm. Like if you're getting them games or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well I'm 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 stepping out into the fray today. Do we have any Black Friday Black sales Friday shopping on our merchandise? That's not a horrible idea. I'll send Scotty a note. <laughs> see if we can reduce the underwear. For Black Friday. Save ten percent. Bodyguard is um, celebrating a anniversary today, so it was released in 1992. So, do the math for me. 1992. That'd be 30, 30 years yeah, ago. 30, 30 years, ago. years. And just before we uh, we jumped on here, I said, have they ever talked about doing a bodyguard redo? There like was a- talk a couple years ago um, about a, a remake. I don't know if it's actually happening or not, but the problem is, well, hold on. Yeah, yeah, she was a singer in the movie. Yeah, that yeah. was the whole point of the movie. Is she was a famous pop star, Whitney Houston. Yeah, and Kevin Costner was her bodyguard. Is there anybody that even touches Whitney though in that sort of for vocals? No. Listen to this. Listen. This was a Dolly Parton song, right? And yeah, she, just she released took it over. It's a Whitney Houston song now. Dolly wrote this. Yeah, Whitney nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed, nailed it. I was reading in that story about the remake that they were supposed to do a sequel, and uh, Princess Diana was going to be in it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, who gets who gets the Kevin Costner role? Let's, yeah, let's say they do a remake. Because Whitney, the the Whitney Houston role is a, that's a tough one, right? Like I was thinking I, for Whitney Houston, you could have Lady Gaga or Zoe Kravitz. I was I maybe. was thinking because because uh, she's also a really good singer and, and you like her too. Uh, that Zendaya, she's a Zendaya. great singer. Yeah, she could do and it. Then, then her, she can sing. And then Kevin, mm-hmm. she's oh, yeah. a pop star. She and she was uh, and. Her co-star in the Adele. greatest, Adele in, the, would be in good. the greatest showman, uh, Zach Efron. Actually, he was. They were. They played really well together. I think they would be a good. Uh, Whitney I Houston and I Kevin Costner. I can't do Zach Efron. No, no. The guy is a. The guy is a stump. For the guy, I was thinking moral. to to replace Kevin Costner. I was thinking maybe Tom Hardy. Because it's yeah. got to be someone that's believable as a bodyguard. Well, Tom's a little rough around the edges, though, isn't he? Yeah, he, maybe Kevin, that's the new Kevin role. Kevin sort of has the the more... Kevin okay. Costner had the more, like... there was a, It's a softer touch to Costner, no? Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Go know, from man. Kevin Costner to Vin Diesel. <laughs> that's a tough that's, pull that's like well. going, That's like going from Lachlan Cross to Jimmy. It's not a lot of leading men anymore, right? Like, yeah. that's kind of a, it's all a thing of the action past. stars. Marvel ruined it. Marvel's ruined movies. Okay. I would not be surprised though if somebody has been pitching because there's so many remakes. Mm-hmm. Like they float this stuff all the oh, time. Oh yeah, they're working on a Roadhouse remake right now with Conor McGregor. I do. Like, re- I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they are. You can read. You can redo Roadhouse. Ooh, Jeremy Renner. I could see him in that Kevin Costner role. Is Matt Damon? T- uh, is he? Matt Damon couldn't do it. No, no, he's it's kind funny of that aged, we just. He's aged they, out Jeremy Renner's like the poor man's Matt Damon. Hey? <laughs> what about uh, uh, what's his uh, what's his face? That Michael B. Jordan, because he do- he does serious parts, 
and he's and he's an action guy too. Like he's serious. Not like a he's big done, fan of his. I'm not. A, I don't I have think a hard he's time a with actor. him. Yeah, like I like the Creed movies, but I have a hard time watching he, his stuff. He overacts. Yeah, there's something. There's an overacting thing part on him. Yeah. Does anybody texting in any suggestions? Josh Brolin. I thought of that as well. Josh um, Brolin. Yeah. Clive Owen. He's a little older too. Clive Owen would be good. The problem is like. Ryan Reynolds probably gets a lot of these, but because he's Reynolds a good looking, in, yeah. yeah. But he's—I t- don't know—too comedic. Uh, he's too comedic. I uh, can't see him. Gerard Butler, like he's played Secret Service. He's played. Yeah, he could do st- it. He could probably get away with it. He could totally get away with it. He's a little porky. Isn't he right like now. the same age as Kevin Costner? Anyways, I think he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're picking guys that are all the same age as Costner. <laughs> Grant sent me this thing last night. Watching football, so I took a break and I I went on the computer just because I, it just showed up on my phone. I'm like, mm-hmm. and I look at it. That's that's weird. That can't be a thing. This is a what? Like, he found this on some stupid site and it. No, it's real. So I went online and I did some investigative reporting, and I found a number of websites reporting the same thing. So this is legit. This isn't. This isn't. This is real. There's video of it. There's video of it. Um, for 12 days, this group of sheep in China um, walked in circles. So 12 days, these sheep walked one by one behind each other, just making a giant circle. Not just a circle. A perfect a circle. A perfect circle. A perfect circle. Yeah. And is just there going a way we, If anybody wants to see this, is there a way we can get them the video? Jimmy, you've got the link to the story that Grant sent, right? We can post it on our social media. You know then... what? Put it up on the crew. Do do me a favor, Grant. Yeah. Put it up on the crew's Facebook page because people are going to go, yeah, whatever. Doing that right now. Because I did. I said the same thing. I was like, oh, come on. What is this? 12 days they did this. 12 days straight. Somebody no said, one knows why. Well, somebody said they're, they're NASCAR fans. <laughs> they're just doing right turns. <laughs> But I, I know some animals, because of the magnetic fields of the Earth, if they're out of whack, it kind of throws their directional, like birds and some... Uh, <sighs> to walk in a perfect circle for 12 days? For 12 days? days? A um, perfect circle. Somebody said there is, like in the article, said that there is something called circling disease that animals will get. Um, they said it causes animals to propel themselves into corners, lean against stationary objects, or circle towards the affected side. So if they get it in their right side, they're just going to walk. But they didn't stop walking. No. They just kept walking. No. No, it's aliens. I think it has to be some sort of alien the, thing. These the, the sheep are possessed by aliens. Mm-hmm. Something. It's coming, everybody. I predicted it. I said in the next five years... I keep saying five years just to protect myself, (laughs) like a politician. In the next five years, we're getting a visit, a confirmed visit from aliens, or everybody on the planet knows. Jerry the alien, he flew over Mm -hmm. San Francisco, said hi, dropped off a free case of beer for everybody, and said, I'll be back in a week with more friends. Yeah. Right? Well... This is happening. They're do- clearly doing some sort of experiment on the sheep, or something. like Jimmy said, the alien 
Um, they're messing with the magnetic field of Earth, and it's messing with the sheep. Oh, yeah. I, I, I jumped right on the alien band. I believe that's what you said, yeah. yeah. Anyway, if you, go see this video. Seriously, Grant's putting it up on the it's cruise. It's up on fi- our cruise Facebook. Oh, good, good work. It A perfect circle. It is bizarre. Cruise FM. Uh, before New Year's, you do have a comedy night coming up, eh? <sighs> I had to play that. I've been eh? trying to find a spot to play. It was from an interview we did yesterday. We didn't even. We haven't even aired it. Yet. Not until next week. But yeah. that that was just too good. Uh, before New Year's, you do have a comedy night coming uh, up, eh? Eh? And now the locker room presents Star Wars news. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. All right, get it out quickly, your podcast plug. Yeah, it uh, came out yesterday. It's the Jedi Jimmy podcast. Dealing was up episode number 12, so the final episode of the Andor series. And the Willow kickoff is tomorrow. I'm doing a special one tomorrow. You got to watch Jimmy's social media. I'll try to remember to retweet as well. Um, But... Because we're having an issue. I don't want to get into it, but we're having an issue with the Locker Room YouTube page right now. So... I'm not exactly sure. It should be it should be fixed. It'll be fixed by tomorrow. Okay. I have a I have a question about the latest the Nandos. Okay. Gotta quit calling it Nandos. It's Andor because you you making me say Nandos. Uh, it's I, over now. Okay. No, no the No it's the not. Final, there's another season. There's a final episode yesterday. Yes. Okay. Now, hear me out. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm but gonna, I'm, if I'm gonna answer your question, but I'm not giving spoilers to anyone who hasn't seen it. Okay, but that's what I need to say because I can't ask this question if people haven't watched it. So you need to do earmuffs. If you're listening right now, you need to do earmuffs. Because this is a this is a big spoiler alert. Okay, so Cassian. Okay, what about him? Why is it called Andor? What is that? His last name is Andor. Okay, so Cassian Andor, the guy in the black cloak. The guy that's like a really good actor that stands out in this whole episode the, because the old, he does the older guy, yeah, with the gray hair. Okay, what about him? He's like he's like Luthen, Luthen Rail. Yeah. Okay, so Luthen at the end he recruits Cassian, right? Kind to, of to go fight in this, be like, part of the rebellion, be part of the rebellion, and then comes back when Cassian's mom dies to find him and kill him. Why is he trying to kill him? Uh, because he didn't want him to get it, it was he recruited him because they knew he was a good pilot, but they were going to kill him because they didn't want him to because the empire was looking for him. If they captured him, they could he could identify him. Luthen is not known by anybody as being part of the oh! the, the rebellion. Okay, so, so the reason why they they wanted him dead is. Because Luthen is in a perfect spot, he's in the middle of Coruscant. He's got that. He's got that museum and the right. gallery. I'm good. I'm covered. Yeah, you didn't spoil anything. 
<laughs> somebody I was so confused. The whole Nando's, ending yeah. is all about him flying back to Nando's, not to have chicken, <laughs> but to kill this kid. And I'm like, he recruited but, him. But the, he kill? the empire was trying to catch him. I know. And I, then the I, I rebels it. wanted him uh, wanted to take him out, so they couldn't reveal who actually set this thing up. And that woman, that which um, one? The woman, the blonde that works There's for ISB. Okay, yeah. Um, she works for the yeah, Empire. Deidre Miro. Okay. Yes, okay. She's, she's totally going to hook up with that dude that saved her on Andor. Uh, oh, Cyril. Wah, wah. Cyril Karn, yeah. Woohoo. I, I don't know. She hated him all the way through until he Skywalker. saved her. <laughs> I don't think that. What's that? Sorry? She hated him all the way through. Yeah, but and they're then totally going to hook up. A lot of oh, sexual I see that tension. happening too, yeah. Yeah, all right. And then Luke Skywalker's okay. born. We can move on, mm-hmm. right? No, he's already born. He's he's about Grant, this is your that's your fault. No. He's 12 no, years no, old here. No. We're moving on. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson and James White. 957 Cruise FM. Giving Tabor a call here. Not open yet, but I thought maybe they might be in a little bit early doing prep. You have reached mailbox number. Yeah, it's not open yet. Phone in the KFC to see if they've got any specials today in Tabor. (laughs) It's not chicken. It's a different kind of bird. (laughs) By the way, thank you for all of the the messages that we got about the ostriches running free in Tabor yesterday. I've yes. had people message me saying that they didn't like the co- the RCMP down there because of that one video of them grabbing the the ostrich. Well, I don't know what how else would you catch them? Jump because on they, its back and ride it. The it's thing tired. is, is they is they run so fast, like they were keeping ahead of the cop cars. Like the yeah, is ostrich popular in Tabor? Like why is there I know, there's, there's, ostrich I know there is an ostrich farm there. Like uh, one of the farmers do grow ostriches. You know what? It's good meat. It, it actually is. And I think there's. Uh, I I don't know why. There's something about raising ostriches mm-hmm. that's that's uh, profitable or something. I'm, I'm okay. Not, I'm not exactly sure. I told I've told that story yeah. about being in Prince George and the. The, there was a woman on Bear Lake Road who had a e- emu, f- which is similar. It's, it's a similar, smaller yeah, version a of an ostrich. She had an emu farm, and one got hit by a guy, and he called me, and I told him to make, I jokingly said, make jerky out yeah. of it, and he did, and then brought me some. And, and it was so delicious. Chuck that thing in the back of the truck. <laughs> It was amazing. So I, it's just funny, Tabor. Corn and ostriches now, apparently. Cause, yeah. cause I just Googled it. Actually, ostrich meat is very popular in, in uh, South Africa because uh, I guess it does a really good curry. It's uh, Listen, I've, I've only ever had the jerky. I've never, mm-hmm. but I've heard people talk about ostrich meat. So it's got emu low, meat, apparently. Low, yeah. Fat, yeah. low fat and cholesterol because they so. run so fast, too, right? <laughs> Only in Tabor, though. Only in Tabor. Of course it happened in Tabor. Thank you for all the messages, everybody. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.